I don't want a camera in my fucking goddamn face. Filming me. I need a break from filming. Hi guys. I am so excited. I feel like what, like why am I like nervous to talk about all of this? Me too. But you guys, it was a lot. It was a lot, and we'll obviously get into it and we'll unpack everything. But you guys loved our Scandal 101 episode so much. So we are now coming to you live-ish. It's live for us right now, but obviously when you're listening to it, it will not be live. But we literally just watched the third part of the reunion. I keep saying finale, even though it's not really the finale. It's like the third part, final part of the reunion. And we just watched it. It's 10.21 p.m. And we we need to discuss. Mm -hmm. And I guess it's always live for us when we record. That would be weird if it wasn't live for ourselves. (laughs) Yeah, like for us, this is (laughs) we're experiencing this conversation live, but you guys will be experiencing it the next day. But that's just how podcasts work. Get to know it. I don't even know where to begin. I know. I do think part three was the best out of all three. But where shall we begin? Two was kind of a flop. I didn't really, like... I feel like they could have made this two parts or, if anything, made it two parts and the second part just be extended. Because, obviously, like, now I still want more. But that part in the middle was not necessary for, like, the part two episode. That was just an hour. I will say, before we dive into the specifics, though, Bachelor seriously needs to take notes from this show. The fact that this part three of the reunion was so fucking good. And there was not a slow moment. There was not a moment where tea wasn't being spilled or someone was screaming at someone or Andy's asking like bomb ass questions. And like, you guys know I'm new to Bravo. I'm used to Jesse. What's Jesse's last name? Palmer. Oh, I'm <laughs> We're used so to excited Jesse we forgot Jesse's last name. <laughs> yeah. Like he like softballing the littlest questions to the contestants. Like Andy's like, Sandoval, did you sleep with anyone mm-hmm. else after you started your affair and like something that pissed me off tonight is like why wasn't this guy hooked up to a polygraph we know he's capable of lying about everything everything out of his mouth is pure bullshit why is it it's like almost a waste of time to even ask him questions and of course he's gonna say no that he hasn't slept with anyone. Yes, and I think we could have done, as much as I love the, the yelling and I love the little comments on the side from Lala and James, I think we could have done without some of that so that Andy could really press Sandoval more when yes. we obviously knew he was lying. Because then it would get into James calling them poo-poo heads. And while I, I love James, I'm like, even Lisa Vanderpump was like, James, you're wasting time. Like, stop it. Oh, I fully agree with when she said that. My husband actually came in the room and he knows some of it because mm-hmm. I've told him some of it. And he sat down for five minutes and he said, why are all these other people here if it only involves them? And I'm like, Shh, get out of here. But like, but he's not wrong. With that. Yeah, he's not true. wrong. Like, it, why wasn't it the three of them sitting down? I feel like we could have gotten more. And I agree. Sandoval should have talked more. Like at the mm-hmm. very end, he cries and we finally see like emotion from him. Yeah. But like, I don't know. I feel like Raquel had to do a lot more apologizing than he did. Yes, I would agree with that. I, but I do think part of the, part of the problem in that though is I feel like anytime Sandoval would open his mouth, Lala, Ariana, James were just like down his throat. Like the man couldn't yeah. really say any words. And I would have liked Andy to take a firmer stance and been like, guys, if you can't control yourselves, like leave the room because I have questions that I need to ask. Um, yeah. But I think the good thing about these Bravo reunions is so like they film that over the course of like a twelve hour day. They're there all day, and Andy has said in previous interviews I've seen with him and stuff that it's like it takes that much time to really like have people sit down have people get acclimated get people comfortable and then the tea starts coming and they cut that 12 hour day into three one hour ish episodes so like the fact that Bachelor thinks that they can do it live in 
a couple hours and then they're always breaking for commercial as soon as something gets juicy is just not the formula. You know what I mean? They really should be doing Bachelor after the final rose like this. Let's sit down for 12 hours. Let's actually ask good (laughs) questions. Keep the cameras on them all the time. And then you can cut it down to like two hours of really great television. I think it's interesting you bring up commercials because I noticed with this reunion, Mm -hmm. there obviously were commercial breaks. They were few and far between and they weren't very long. It was all about getting back to like the content Mm -hmm. that we wanted to see. It was just so drastically different from the Bachelor world. And I was pleasantly surprised. They really did deliver on like human clickbait that is ABC that loves to pretend like something's going to happen and then nothing actually happens. This actually like delivered on what they said. Yeah, Andy was not giving away any life-changing cruises. He gave (laughs) life-changing content and that is what we're here for. I think I have a good place to start. And I think something that is important to note and was something that Raquel kept getting confused by this entire time is that I don't like obviously cheating is bad. We all agree. Affairs are bad. Lying is bad. But I think what Andy kept pointing out and what Sandoval and Raquel kept trying to bring it back to is like, well, everyone else here has cheated. Everyone else has had affairs. And that's true. But I think the real issue here and why this has been such a big deal and why people are so obsessed is it's not about the cheating. It's about all the other like sick shit that they did while cheating. Like the conversation that Raquel had with Ariana about their sex life while she was literally fucking her boyfriend. The fact that um, he was dressing up as Raquel for Halloween while they were in a secret relationship. Raquel buying the lightning bolt necklace yeah, on camera. That, like, that's fucking sick. That that means you were like a sick, twisted person in the head. If you were having an affair with your best friend's boyfriend and then you're going to do all these silly little things on camera to like... You like liked it. It was like twisted and you liked yeah, that there was that's, that secret. That's the thing that people are mad about i i care less about the cheating honestly like cheating's bad blanket statement but you know it happens to the best of us i don't know (laughs) you know what i mean i mean yeah no i totally agree but i also think it's such a lame defense to to say like you're not a bad guy for cheating because someone else cheated too you're still a bad guy totally like why and what does what someone else did have anything to do with what you did they're two completely different situations different people different Mm -hmm. relationships it just was like such a cowardly way to get out of something and say that you're not a bad guy Totally. And I think I really went into tonight really wanting to hear from Raquel because for a lot of time, I was like, I cannot figure this girl out. Like, is she just like really stupid? Does she just have like weird like anxiety fight or flight or fawn response where she just fawns and she goes blank we really only got to it in the last like 10 minutes there where we finally had that sit down and she showed some emotion but what I've kind of taken away from all of this is like I don't think she's that smart I think she's very insecure but it seems like a lot of this like sick lying stuff was manipulated by Sandoval and he's like a 40 year old man and she's like a 20 year old girl you know yeah not that I'm defending Raquel but I just like I feel like this made me understand what was going on more because going into it I feel like I had a lot more questions and now I feel like I do actually have answers I see what the dynamic was not in a good way Mm -hmm. but like in a factual way I think one of the most memorable moments from all three episodes is when he like goes off on producers Mm -hmm. and like needs a break from filming and I need a break from filming Okay, then then go eat some lunch. That's what Don't make me. You're continuing to talk, you know what I mean? I want to talk to her like, I don't want a camera in my fucking goddamn face. We will, we won't. You're not understanding. I, 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 you're saying that you want to talk to her off camera. Exactly. I know, but. Fuck. 
dude, I just need, I don't feel relaxed. She doesn't either. We have to watch what we fucking say. Like, I don't want to, I don't want that. I'm in a very delicate position right now. Just dude, take a beat. This needs to take a beat. Okay. Everyone's pointing to that it looked like he wanted to coach her yes. and that he wanted to go over things. What I think that's what it was too, but how stupid can you be to like not coach her before you get there? Like well, you I'm guys sure have had did. all this time. So then what did he need to talk to her about? Well, they're because they're clearly poking holes in their lies. Um, and clearly th that what we learned from the last 10 minutes there was that they were lying about a lot more. And so I think it was more just like really covering it up because I think Raquel is very easily poked. So that's why I think maybe she was so quiet the whole time. I don't know. Mm -hmm. The craziest thing is that when he sits down with her in the trailer and he's like, they're all calling us like pathological liars. And they're making you out to be, and me to be I basically know. like pathological liars. I see that, yeah. Even though we know that we're not. Yeah. And we haven't lied about anything besides this affair. Yeah. We haven't lied about anything besides this affair. I know. I, like, I was like dying when that girl. happened as well. <laughs> like that's what we're talking about. That is what you are the the pathological liar about. The affair. Yes, ma'am. Like the, that's the season, girl. What does she not get what people are upset about though? Cuz like if you think that it, what else is there? Like what you ate for dinner? You right. you had an affair. <laughs> We've been honest for... about everything except for this one yeah. affair that has rocked the nation. Yeah. I just think he has really been in her head this whole time and convincing her that they have to lie in a certain way. They have to do this. And she's just so malleable. We love this word that like she just does it. The weirdest. Do you think. OK. Do you think Tom loves Raquel? No. No. Did you. No. Do you. No, I do not. But I do. Th I think Raquel genuinely does think they are in some weird rom-com where they. it was just like a passionate love and like blah, blah, blah. Because she answered very quickly when she was asked, is she in love? And she's like, yeah, like I love him. And, and I don't think he feels the same way about her. But I think she really does believe in her head that they have this like crazy love story and us against the world, like Ari and Lauren-esque, like f beat the odds, blah, blah, blah. Like that's, I think, the narrative that she thinks is happening. Whereas like I think he is just a 40-year-old man in a midlife crisis and does not give two shits about her. Yeah, and she thinks they're the exception, not the rule. Yes, 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 yes. Well, I thought it was very interesting when Lala was like, yeah, see, he's saying all these things about Ariana. Like, he's going to be saying those things about you in a few years. Right. One of those things mm -hmm. being the t-shirt comment, which yeah. I asked my husband when he came in the room. I was like, you know how I've, like, worn a t-shirt before when we've had oh sex? And he's like, he's like yeah. And, he, and I'm like, do you not like that? And he's like, I mean, I, I don't care. And I was like, he's like, why? And I was like, because Tom Sandoval is making me feel self-conscious about <laughs> oh my that. Because I mean, like, I feel like every girl has probably experienced that. And I feel like that's why every girl is angry at that comment because it's like, fuck you. Like, fuck you. Because she wore a t-shirt while you had sex that excuses, like, just Lala cheated. That means that excuses. That has everything right. has, has nothing, nothing, to, do nothing to do with what you're actually being accused of. Totally. That has no bearing on you cheating on her and lying about it and being like a manipulative crazy person. It was just such a low blow. It was so unnecessary. Yeah. Fuck that. Because... He's sitting there at the end crying like, I will always be in your corner. I will always love you. You're not going to love me, but I'll always be there for you. And it's like, this is the lowest that you could be. And you had to say it was really hot that she's wearing a t-shirt while we're having sex. Like, wait a fucking kick her in the gut one more time. I know. You know, like, wh why? What was the point?
You had to, you would get one last dig in, one last egg. Well, it it almost like I think in his sick twisted way he feels like he's like oh justifying the affair because like oh we didn't have a sex life and when we did have sex it like wasn't hot because you wore a shirt like that's I think that's what he was trying to do of being like well what else was I supposed to do of course I have to go fuck Raquel because we don't have a good sex life but clearly that's so twisted and such a low blow and so not the fucking point but yeah and Lala pointed this out too but like there will come a day where you and Raquel are going to be super comfortable and she's going to probably fucking wear a t-shirt when you're having sex and and then mm. you're going to go on to the next. Totally. And like I'm a newer Vanderpump fan and I am currently on season two of the series and he's already fucking around and he's yeah. dating that Miami girl, girl, Kristen. Oh no, you're oh, not no, there I'm, yet. I'm not, okay. I'm not there yet. No, he he's fuck, dating he Kristen. Fucks, a girl in, yeah. fucks a girl in Vegas and, it, and she's always like suspicious of him and I'm like, first of all, what is everyone seeing in this man? Like, I do not get it at all. Like, at all. I get it more now. I don't get it then. Then I, d- I did not think he was... Oh, I feel the other way around. I was never a Tom Sandoval person back in the day. I think the appeal now and the appeal for Raquel is now that Jax is not there anymore, he really is like the number one guy in the group on this TV show. Um, he's opening like this bar. He has money. He's in a band. He's been working out a lot. He's kind of ripped now. He has like the ironic hipster mustache and like, oh, I'm just like so artsy and I like have white nail polish. I see how Uh, people could be into that. mm -hmm. He's the number one guy in the group. Although I I don't actually think, before you guys all come for me, James Kennedy is obviously the number one guy in the group, but I'm sure Tom Sandoval feels that he's the number one guy in the group. feels that he is. No, but I think it, a lot of people have been drawing drawbacks to his relationship with Chris, and, and and that was, like, pretty toxic on both of their ends. They both cheated on each other multiple times, but... Uh, so you're not at the part yet where he gets with Ariana. You're on season two no, before well, Ariana's in the picture. Well, they're friends. She's there. She's there, and Kristen accuses him of it all the time, and he's denying it. Mm-hmm. But then it comes out later on that they had yeah. kissed while he was in a relationship I'm with there. Kristen. Yeah, so yeah, it's no, like I, a I lot of there. people are drawing a lot of parallels to this the situation with Kristen and Tom going to Ariana to the situation with Tom being with Ariana and then going to Raquel, especially in the way that like Tom really painted the narrative that Kristen was crazy and everything was bad and all this stuff. And while Kristen has shown a lot of growth and did not act in the best ways in season two, it's very similar to what he was doing now with Ariana talking with Schwartz all the time of like, oh, and Ariana this, and oh, I said she was, I was going to break up with her and she said she was going to kill herself. Notice that was never brought up in any of the reunions because I think it was a bold-faced lie. Otherwise, it would have been talked about more. I have been pulling my own parallels between now mm-hmm. that I'm like actually watching season two and yeah. there's so many similarities. And Kristen is just like every day accusing him of something new and and he's always denying it. And it reminded me of how he was on stage tonight. Just like, no, of course, no. We only had sex one time. Why are you even trying to say that? That doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. I'm not defending what he's saying, but I, I think his logic was like trying to downplay it as much as possible so that he deny, would look deny, less deny. bad, right? Because obviously, like when you say all the things that even Raquel was saying this when at the end there, it's like when you say, yeah, we literally fucked in Ariana's house when she was out of town in her bed while she was away for a funeral. Like that sounds horrible so it's it's just tom sandoval trying to protect his reputation and i think by lying and saying oh it was just one time and then this and things were bad with orion and blah blah blah. it's how he's trying to like justify himself to the public because unfortunately now his career depends on 
what the public think of him because no one wants to go to his stupid restaurant and bar. Sorry, no offense. It's not stupid at Schwartz, (laughs) but it's stupid first time Sandoval. Yeah, you say that, but like there were people also on TikTok like going to his shows and saying like, I don't like Tom Sandoval, but I really wanted to see like what his show is all about. And then he has this like packed out show. So I could see it being like people don't support him, but they want to go fucking to the restaurant and see what it's like. Yeah, I know. I guess it seems like Schwartz and Sandy's has been fine now that this has kind of settled a little bit. But when you're in reality TV, you're like in the business of the public. You know what I mean? Yeah. What is the... um? IUD comment. So he said this, I believe it was the second episode. Yeah. He says to Lala, you're a fucking moron. You pulled your IUD out the day you found out Stassi was pregnant. So is he implying that like she got pregnant just because Stassi got pregnant and she's just a follower? Yes, pretty much. That's what he's implying. But like, what the fuck does that have to do once again with anything? anything? I don't, it has nothing to do with nothing. You are correct in that sense. Yeah, I think what he meant by that was that like, because Stassi's no longer on the show, but obviously was a, a huge part of the show for all the times that she was on it. And she clearly has a very loyal following and uh, and has is successful in her own right whatever so i think tom was trying to make it make the point that like oh lala is just trying to like be stassi and do exactly what stassi does so as soon as stassi has a baby like lala's like oh it's trendy to have a baby now i'm gonna have a baby i think that's what he was implying it, it feels like a huge leap though because what people have babies that's just like what they do right. when they're in relationships stassi didn't <laughs> invent having babies right but he also kind of tries to say the same thing when lala says that she will like adores Ariana and loves her unconditionally. She said something like that, mm-hmm. and Tom's like, "You don't love her." And he says something about, uh, "She's a bandwagon rider." So I feel like he feels the same way. Like you're mm-hmm. only being on Ariana's side right now because that's the more popular side to be on. Totally. That's what it seems like he's saying of her. Yeah, and I feel like Tom Sandoval was really hard on Lala this whole reunion. I think just mostly because she's an easy target in the sense that while I think her situation with Randall is not even kind of the same thing, it's very easy to just always turn it around and be like, oh, well, you were with a man who was still married and you this and you this and you this. And she's the one who has the most recent stuff to air out, even though it's like Mm. not even kind of the same thing. And I know you're not even at that point in the show yet. So I am not. Basically, so the gist is Lala was dating this guy, Randall, and the rumor was she's dating a married man, she's dating a married man, she's dating a married man. He was still married, but he was lying to her the entire time, saying that he was separated and leaving his wife. And and then he did leave his wife and ended up being with her for several years. They have a baby. Um, but then it came out that he's just like a cheating, disgusting person um, running a casting couch and stealing Ew. money from people. So then so she immediately broke up with him and left. And that's the story. But they keep trying to be like, well, Lala, you were a mistress. You were this. But it's not really the same situation because Lala didn't know that he was still seeing his wife and working on things with his wife. And even if even if she did, she wasn't his best friend. That's the different thing is like Raquel knew Sandoval's relationship status because it she was best friends with him and Ariana and was best friends with Ariana. Like, it's so different. I will be a Lala defender till I die. I fucking love Lala. And I think she speaks so much truth. She's right about people. Like, she called this shit from a mile away. The the argument, though, that if he th- feels like Lala did something bad, that that excuses him, pisses me off so much. Yeah. It's like, okay, fuck it. Lala, get out of the room then. Right. Now what? Yeah. Like, I just, this is such a cowardly response. It just really gives me the ick. Totally. Andy flat out asks, 
Raquel, like, why did you do it? Again, bravo. Great questions here. So mm-hmm. not Jesse Palmer-esque. <laughs> she said, Tom and I had a connection. I felt seen and heard by him. She also goes on and says that she's no longer a people pleaser and she wanted to just please herself. I guess pun intended. I don't really know there. Yeah. But what pisses me off is like, you could be like not a people pleaser and just be like, oh, I'm going to put myself like I mm-hmm. care about myself. I understand maybe not wanting to be like a doormat, but that doesn't mean that you stop being aware of people's feelings and you're aware of like the fact that this was your best friend and all of that goes out the window. It's just such a bizarre take to say I no longer wanted to be a people pleaser. So I wasn't even thinking about what my best friend would think. Yeah, it's an absolutely bizarre take. I think she, I think it just goes back to, though, I think she really thought that, like, no, Sandoval's, like, endgame. Like, this is my husband. This is the person I'm supposed to be with. I really think she believes that. I don't know if she believes that now anymore, but I think in the time she was like, we have this electric chemistry that I've never felt before with anybody else. I have to be with him. I just don't think that was the case on the other side from Tom. Do you think there's any chance that they'll end up together for the long run now, given their situation? No, I think no chance. Because, like, trauma bonding. I I do think that they – because I think there was a rumor that they had broken up a few weeks ago. And then Ariana had said, oh, I don't know if I believe that. I think it came out right when the finale was airing. I don't So I don't know the status of where they're at today. I could see a situation where they end up – dating for a while just because they each have like no other friends or support system right now but i don't think it's something that would last long term like let's get married Mm -hmm. or have babies babies like claire would say can we move on to the bombshell final five minutes that was yes super hyped up by the network and i feel like it delivered i did too And if you want to hear the rest of our recap and discussion about the groundbreaking, earth-shattering part three reunion of Vanderpump Rules, the whole world is talking about it and you should be talking about it too, you can check it out on our Patreon. That is patreon.com slash she's all batch. And you'll, when you get there, you'll see all these other amazing other bonus episodes that we have been making for months for you guys. So go check it out. (laughs) 